All right, next. Ihram and Hajj types. It is recommended for anyone wishing to make Ihram, i.e. the intention for the rights to perform ghusl or tayammum, to clean, to perfume their body, which is disliked on the clothing, and for men to wear two clean white coverings, one upper and one lower, after removing all fitted clothing. Okay, so these are some preferred acts for a person that wants to make ihram. And ihram is, what is ihram? Wearing the white garments? No. The ihram is niyat al-dukhul fi-tahrim, shar'an, right? Which is basically um, the intention to uh, enter into a state of um, sanctity. Which means it prevents you from certain things. It's a state of sanctity which prevents you from certain things which would typically be permissible. So, it's preferred, it's a sunnah, look here, it's sunnah number one, to make the intention for the specific type of hajj you're going to make. It's sunnah. You intend the specific type. There are three types of hajj. So, when you're going to make ihram, it's sunnah that you make it specific. I'm going to make mutamatti, I'm going to make qiran, I'm going to make ifrad, I'm going to, you know, like that. It's not an obligation. You can make the intention for ihram, I'm going to make hajj, and then on your way, you make your mind up, uh, 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 based on circumstances, or something, perhaps, you know. It says it's uh, also sunnah that you uh, clean. Right, it says clean, right? Or wash, and that is, uh, you know, to trim your hair if you need to. Um, to trim your fingernails, to remove any foul odors. Um, that way you don't have to do that while you're in ihram. Because you can't remove hair, you can't clip fingernails, and you can't, put per you can't perfume yourself. Right? One of those is also to perfume the body. The perfume that you can use is um, uh, both that which the, the perfume itself, it, it remains on the skin like a heavy oud. Like you can see, or... They make these creams, Dr. Ali probably knows, that you put it on there and, it, and it's kind of a jilda, right? It's a layer that stays there. That's permissible. So long as when you're in ihram, you don't start spreading it around. It's there, you let it go there. If it sweats and it starts to kind of melt and spread around, no problem. But if you actively, intentionally start, you know, fixing it up and spreading it around, then you've committed a... Uh, uh, you have a penalty for that. Or you can put on perfumes where the actual, um, the perfume itself doesn't stay on there. It's just the smell of the fragrance that remains behind like rose water or those little cologne sprays and stuff. Those are permissible to use. Um, it's disliked. It says disliked. It's makru to put the perfume on uh, your clothing. You can continue to wear perfume clothing. As like if you put it on your ihram, on your, I'm sorry, if you put it on your clothes before ihram, it's disliked, but it's permissible to continue to wear it. The only instance when you cannot continue to wear it is if you've taken it off. So let's say you have the white upper garment and you sprayed some, you know, um, downy. You washed it in downy to soften it up and it's all smelling like Hawaiian freshness or linen or whatever. It has, a, it has a nice fragrance. Um, you can put it on, but if you take it off, 
Like you take it off to shower or you take it off to, um, I don't know, do something with it. You can't put it back on. You have to put a new one on that doesn't have any perfume on it. So it's best not to do that. It's makru. It's makru for that reason. And he says it's a permissive, it's, it's a sunnah. It's preferred that you wear clean white izar. The izar is the, um, the bottom portion, the bottom waist strap, longi. That's the izar. The rida is the upper portion, which is basically the longi that you wear on top. Okay? The longi that you wear on top. So that's the izar and the rida. It's preferred that they are white and that they are clean, that they are new, or that they have been recently washed. The ridat is uh, worn uh, on the shoulders, okay? It's worn around the shoulders. And it is uh, the ridat, that is, the izar that is worn around the waist. And this, of course, it says after you have removed all stitched clothing or tailored clothing, which basically means things like T-shirts, Pants, shorts, etc. So this is the um, uh, the preference. It is permissible to wear pants in the absence of a izar, or in the presence of some type of um, irritation, skin irritation, or something that you may need to uh, wear shorts or pants or whatever. Uh, the this is for the men, of course. This izar and ridat. The women, of course, they're going to wear their normal. Uh, Islamically permissible uh, clothing. I think that's as practical as I can get in the time span. Yeah, go ahead. Ihram is made after a compulsory or two rakat voluntary prayer outside of the prohibited times. Good. Its intention is a prerequisite. Okay, so it's important that, or it's preferred that, you make your ihram after you uh, complete uh, an obligatory prayer. So if, if you can time it, for example, um, to go to Dhul if you're going to land in Medina first, if you're doing the Medina first package, hopefully your, 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 your tour guide is going to time it so you end up at the masjid of Dhul Hulayfa, uh, or you, you, you end up there by um, Fajr time or Dhuhr time or whatever times. Um, actually, it'd be preferred if it was Dhuhr time or Maghrib time or Aisha time in order that you can pray, uh, you can make your ihram after the obligatory prayer. Otherwise, if it was after Salat al-Fajr, you'd have to wait until the prohibited times conclude or any other prayers like that, like Salat al-Asr, you have to wait till Maghrib, etc., etc. And then you perform rakatain nafila, just a nafila, not for Umrah or for ihram, it's a nafila prayer. Like you could pray al-Duha, or you could pray Tahiyyat al-Masjid, or you could pray Sunnah al-Wudu, you could pray something like that. And this is the way the Prophet Sallallahu would commence, uh, commence the ihram. He says the niyyah is a, is an, is a condition in the al-amalu bin niyat that has to be done, absolutely. Okay. The best type is tamatra, i.e. to make ihram for umrah during the months of hajj and then after its completion to make ihram for hajj. Okay, so this is the first type, tamatur, which is the best type, the most virtuous type. It is, and yuhrima bil umrati fi ashur al haji. That is to make umrah in the, the months of hajj. The months of hajj are shawwal, dhul qi'dah, and dhul hijjah. The 
first, of course, 10 of those. Is that you make Umrah somewhere in those. Even if you make Umrah moments before you go for Hajj, right? You're going to leave Mecca to go to uh, Mina on the 8th. So if you arrive in Mecca on the 8th and you, um, uh, you make Umrah and then you head off to Mina, that's, you're all good. Okay, so basically you would basically come out of your ihram and then you would make another ihram, essentially. So what it is, is it's the separation. Tamattur is the separation of the hajj. Has everyone got this? You got it. You can find this on Google. Believe it or not, um, I found it on Google. That's where I got the little inspiration to draw that. There's like a thousand little schematics like that. So if you're, if you're in need of it for uh, a Jeopardy or Islamic trivia at home for the kids and stuff, you can find that little thing on Google. You can find just about anything on Google, though. So, what was I saying? If you comment on the age, you can. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a tamatu. This is by making umrah, and then Hajj. Separate. So you make Umrah during the, the, the months of Hajj. Good man. Hello. Okay, so the, 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 the next recommendation after the description of these three different types, Tamattur, Al-Ifrad, and Qiran, is uh, that you specify the type when you make the intention for Ihram, and when you're making your intention that you make it conditional. So when you're making the intention, it's preferred that you do it, uh, that you utter it, that it's audible. That you say, Allah bayka Allahumma bi tamattu'ah, for example. Um, uh, the answer, oh, I'm answering you, Allah, in tamattu'ah, for example. And then you make this uh, condition here, Allahumma inni uridu an nusukul falani. For example, here's another one. Allahumma inni uridu at tamattu'ah, or an nusukul tamattu'ah. Fayasirhu li, wa taqabbalhu minni, wa in habasani habisun, famahalli haithu habastani. So basically here you're saying, Oh Allah, I desire al-tamattu' or al-ifrad or al-qiran. Make it easy for me, accept it from me. And if something prevents me, then my mahalli, basically where I'm going to be, hill, I'm going to come out of the haram, is wherever you have um, withheld me. If you don't make that condition and you are withheld, then... Um, you're still in ihram, basically. I mean, you're still you're still obliged to continue uh, through the process, even though you have to uh, make it up later. He says, He says that if you make the intention, it is not invalidated or voided except with apostasy, but it would be uh, corrupted or spoiled, for example, with uh, with intercourse. Um, which means if you haven't reached the first level of disengagement 
And he says, Which means that uh, you're required to complete it as well as to make it up. Okay, so that's important to keep in your minds when you are preparing to make ihram, that you make this little condition. And this is in the madhab preferred, it's a sunnah. There are other madhab, the opinion, the opinions are that it's not preferred unless you have a strong feeling that you'll be prohibited or prevented. And we'll wrap it up here.